I'd like to draw our attention today to our second reading from St. Paul's letter to Timothy. He begins it like this. Beloved, first of all, I ask that supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgivings be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life. Think what St. Paul is exhorting Timothy and the others is to be people who pray for one another. And I know that all of us who are gathered here this night, all of us who come to church Sunday after Sunday, that we have petitions that are heavy on our heart. And maybe every day as you pray in your homes, as you pray before bed with your children, as you pray in so many different ways, that there are always people that you are calling to mind that you should pray for. For some people, that list is quite lengthy, and they go through that list every single day because they are dedicated, they are devoted to praying for other people. Perhaps today, as we think about our petitionary prayer, how we pray for others, I'd like to propose different people that, that maybe we should be praying for if we aren't already doing so but maybe there are people you already pray for yourselves in the prayers that you offer to God. I think St. Paul today draws our attention. He says, be offered for everyone, for kings and for all in authority. Of course, as we live here in the United States, it's not a king or those others, but it's for our president, for the Congress, for our governor, for those who lead us in local politics, to pray for them that they might always advance the common good, that they might promote life and peace and justice and the dignity of all people. So maybe that's a petitionary prayer we offer for all those in public service. Another one that I'd like to suggest would be for priests and for clergy. The Holy Father of Pope Francis yesterday and today in his daily homilies at Santa Martha in Rome drew the hearers to focus on praying for the clergy. Today's headline from the homily, I didn't read it, but I just saw the headline, said, Pope Francis says, do you criticize your priests or do you pray for them? Do you criticize or do you pray for the clergy? And so as we gather every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, we pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis. We pray for Bishop Ricken, for the clergy of the church, especially in the Eucharistic prayer. But maybe that's a prayer to be carried on in our own lives, to pray for those clergy who have been so near and dear to you. Maybe the priest who baptized you, the priest who married you, the priest who uh, hears your confession to pray for the clergy. Another very popular prayer intention among people is to pray for those who are away from the faith. And this is an intention that is near and dear to many people's hearts because it's the mother or the father praying for their son or daughter who doesn't practice the faith, who doesn't go to church. And so they pray constantly, like St. Monica prayed for St. Augustine, praying for that person's conversion. You might also be praying for a neighbor, for a friend, for someone else who is away from the church. But 
that intention of praying that they might come to know God's love for them and that they might practice the faith more fully. So many people especially pray for those who are sick, for those who are battling some sort of illness, for those who were recently diagnosed with cancer or who are in the end stages of cancer. It's praying for those who might have some sort of other illness that is afflicting them, that is causing them anguish. And so their family, their friends, all of us, we pray for those people that God might relieve their suffering, that God might heal them as we ask him to do so. Another intention might be as a parish community to pray for our religious education students. Because this upcoming week, we'll commence the education of religion in our parish. And so many catechists will come and they'll teach the faith. They'll hand it on to the young people of our community to pray that our students might be open to deepening their friendship and learning about Jesus and knowing what it means to be his disciple, but also to pray for their catechists, that they may be given the wisdom and maybe the patience as they teach our young people. Also, in any given community, there are always people who are mourning, people who have suffered the death of a loved one. And maybe it's someone who died very recently, whose funeral mass was just celebrated only a few weeks or months ago. Maybe it's marking the anniversary of someone's death. This past week, the second anniversary of my mother's death. And so how comforting it is to know when people sent me messages and saying that they were praying for me. And so if we know someone in that case, in that situation, to pray for them, to pray that God may console them in their time of grief. There's other families out there who grieve because maybe a loved one committed suicide. And so we pray for that family as they suffer that loss. But we also pray perhaps for those that we know that maybe are unstable, for those who might contemplate suicide, that through our outreach, through our friendship, that they might not do so, that they might see that life is worth living. We pray also for our dead. We do so in our masses that we celebrate, remembering those who have died, especially our loved ones and our family members. Every time we visit the cemetery, it's an opportunity for us to remember all those who have gone before us, our family, our friends, those pillars, of the community. And so we offer our prayers a petition for them that God might grant them eternal rest. And maybe too we pray for ourselves that as our gospel today talks about those who are trustworthy, that we might be people who live lives of virtue, that others might look at us and see what it means to be a follower of Jesus. As I've given this great litany of the different things that maybe you pray for on a daily basis, the different people or situations of your life, I know that there are so many other needs that you carry in your heart. And so it is good for us to always remember them in prayer. For that's what St. Paul says to us today. I ask that supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgivings be offered for everyone for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life 
in all devotion and, dig and dignity. It is our prayer of maybe offering the rosary for the people we love, of praying a novena, of lighting a candle, and the many other ways that we pray for so many others, that God we trust hears the prayers that we offer today, tomorrow, and every day of our lives.